0: Anybody smoking out Hollyweed out there, man? Hollyweed, that's right. RivetTV.com is the address to go to if you haven't watched the Hollyweed pilot yet, starring uh, Donnell Rawlings, uh, uh, Frankie Shaw, Adam Brody, Ralph Garman, Ashley Green, and uh, yours truly. That's right. Kevin Smith pretending his fat ass can act, man. I'm like, look at me acting with words. Even if you're like, I don't like him, and why would you be listening to this podcast if you didn't somewhat like me to some degree? You got to watch me try to fucking act, man. It's nuts. I love Hollywood. We made it like two years ago. Nobody wanted it, but guess what? Thanks to the good folks at rivettv.com. It's got a second chance at life. Putting in the uh, power in your hands, folks. You get to green light the show green pun intended green light hollyweed man by buying the episodes for like a buck 99 up to like 5.99 and stuff um it's not like kickstarter or indiegogo where somebody can you know be like i'll put down a hundred grand or something like that you got, you're, all you're doing is pre-buying the episodes uh, go watch the pilot right now at rivettv.com if you like what you see 25 minute hollyweed pilot uh, pre-buy the episodes, man. We get to make a full season of six episodes. I'm writing them right now. I'm at writing the third episode right now. So I'm hoping that we get to do it. And that's all up to you, man. Like, please, please go to rivetv.com. Uh, watch Hollyweed and the pilot. And if you like it, pre-buy the eps, man. Help us hit that goal. I need your help. You know, these podcasts generally free and stuff. Now, now I'm asking for your money. Send me your money. Don't send it to me. Go to rivettv.com and pre-order Hollyweed, man. Smoke that Hollyweed with us.
1: Hit me! Episode 276. you got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff.
0: You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. System System activate. <laughs>
2: No one listens to the radio.
1: I wasn't even listening. I was listening to podcasts. Podcasts are great. Radio's boring.
2: Thank you, Aziz. Welcome, everybody. Another edition of Netheads. My name is Will, and I'm Trent. If you want to take part in the program, you can do so one of many ways. One of them, Twitter, Trent. Tell him
1: about it. Yeah, yeah. You could. You can be like our good friend Brian Nelson. Brian D. Thirty Seven. In a row Ooh. on uh Twitter, use the hashtag netheads, uh chat at us, let us know what you think, uh tell us what we got wrong. Uh or when you're listening to the podcast, just uh just uh say hi. Netheads. Hashtag. Just say hey, say hey, how's it going? How you doing? Yeah. How's it going? Neat. Hey, hey, how are good. you? Hey, good to good to good to see you.
2: Yeah, and the benefit is too, if you if you do that, uh whether you're listening live or even if it's after the fact, uh one, it gives you a way to interact with the program. Two uh, if you are listening live, uh, which you can do dot netheadsonair.com slash live for future reference, or mm-hmm. sometimes it works and we show up on YouTube, sometimes it doesn't. Who the hell knows? You um, never know. That's, you know, it's, I like to call it podcasting roulette, really. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But as long as we got audio in the end, we're Jake. So, which by the way, <laughs> that is a very old saying that I love saying that just nobody knows what the hell I mean when I say
1: that. Yeah, I just laughed out of out of my conditioning. I'm like Pavlov's dog, but instead of drooling, I just laugh. And you're better groomed. <laughs> uh,
2: See what I did there? I did. Uh, <laughs> if you're if you're listening live, it also gives you the opportunity to uh, just uh, straight up uh, hijack the show. Oh, I love the way the video always pauses because right now it was just like big old goofy-eyed, crazy eyes. Will. Um. Anyway, welcome everybody. Boy, I Trent. I first of all, I want to start the show with an apology. Uh. You're welcome. No, that's not the way apologies work. Oh. But
1: <laughs> I'm not. I'm I, not
2: familiar
1: with these things.
2: I appreciate the effort. Thank you. <laughs> uh, no, you know, for every time I ever said to you, "Oh, well, you know, Sunday you're not going to the cons, so you know, you want to, you want a podcast then."
1: Oh, right, because because it ended on Saturday, right? And so you'll be good to go the next day, right?
2: Yeah. Next time I say that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's okay if you if you want. I'll hire the guy to just come and kick me square in the crotch because <laughs> I went to Comic Con, as you know. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. And uh, I can definitely say that it wasn't until probably one week later that I felt human again.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. So let's let's jump in, dude. You so you you went to the King of Cons, right? The 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 mother that is San Diego Comic Con International. I like that um, you
2: call it a mother, because boy, howdy, would I as well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is. But you, you it, were there for both, both, both uh, pleasure and work, right? Joy and pain.
2: Yes. Sunshine. Yes. And rain.
1: So let's uh, let's 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 dive in. So uh, well, yeah, I mean, what what why were you there? Who are you with? And uh, let's let's get into it.
2: And can anyone corroborate your story? I'm sorry, I thought, yes. I thought we were getting yeah, a police interview. Yeah, you know, usually, and and I've decided something, Trent. I um, a lot of the times I don't like to talk about stuff because I don't want to appear braggy. Clearly, I have no issues uh talking about myself. Sure, we know this. Sure. Um, but but when it comes to the things I do for other people, I, I normally don't like to talk about them because um we already get a lot of perks that are obvious. If you if you're wondering, like so many have probably why Netheads is a part of uh the Smodco Internet radio. At Smodcast.com. Or the Smodco uh, Podcast Network or Smodcast Pocket, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it is it is solely because of the work I do. You know, it's like, hey, you yeah. put it together. You may as well have a show on it. Gee, thanks. And I, I accept that. I'm okay with that. It's no big deal. Yeah. Um yeah. And and there are little perks that come along the way as well. So I don't like to talk about things because I don't want to appear. Uh, I think the term I, I clung to and I really liked is braggadocious.
1: Okay. Right.
2: So okay. I've decided, though, that it is finally time to cast that bullshit aside because, um, one, uh, I already talk about myself too much, and people aren't going to like that. So if I talk about the cool stuff I get to do, maybe it'll help draw people in. That's what I figure. Yeah. Right? So, yes, I went to Comic-Con, although I can definitely say I didn't really go to Comic-Con. We, uh, my, I, And actually, I did something that probably most... Ah, uh, people don't do for their first time going to Comic Con because I went with my beautiful daughter uh, Emily, and she was my co-pilot for the trip to uh Comic Con, as well as my co-attendee, if you will. Right? right?
1: Yeah. And uh, you, I, I like like your um uh, you were you like she was your your Robin. My
2: gal Friday. I'm gonna go with ah oh,
1: um, that, oh, man, that's even better. Good
2: job. Good job. <laughs> well, you know something, you got to get kudos where you can. Um. And I really did that because, honestly, um, during the summertime, we don't do a lot. We don't go a lot of places. So usually my kids' summer break is nothing that she gets to write home about, nothing to brag about, nothing to be, you know, like get, make the friends envious, if you will. You know? Yeah. It's not like they spent 45 different days over in in, uh, in Disneyland across the span of, of only 60. I don't know how that works. I'm bad at math. We know this already. That's so fine. So that was the real reason why. And then um, I and, and plus, I just thought it would be cool to be able to just do something with one of my kids. And like totally you get some dedicated, some dedicated time. Hey, look at that. I just stumbled over a word and I invented the perfect term yeah you made it up it works so uh emily went with me and we decided the best approach was to leave early wednesday and go down to san diego because that way that's preview night um and we figured i5 and all the other wonderful roads wouldn't be as congested so we did that and that was great and for reasons i won't discuss um there was something that i had to do on wednesday still even though it's preview night and you get a chance to walk around the vendor floor i I still had some work to do, and it's it's very simple, you know Kevin Smith had an hall h panel, and part of the reason why right. I got to go is because I'm the tech guy, so I had to be there for the tech check, and so I had to have all the media ready to be able to play and and all I'll say is that unfortunately our our tech check time slot got screwed up, so we got there uh we relaxed a little bit, then we went and went for what should have been our tech check time, and then we kind of had to be waited to be fit in. Yeah. Now, uh, I will divulge things here that to date I have not talked about because I am not complaining about the fact that I had to sit. my daughter every time Emily had to wait for me to do work. Yes, that was boring. Yeah. But and, and this was one of those times. But for me, it was very cool because we were sitting in the back of Hall H at in the tech booth, which is basically just some raised platforms uh, with a lot of curtains around them and curtains before them. So they kind of blend in. And if you've if you've uh, never been in Hall H, folks,
1: oh, that, dude, I've only heard tell.
2: It's a monster. Okay, it is just yeah. a monster. There are three giant screens midway through, so that way every single aisle can see what's going on. And then they project the video also on the back wall of where panelists are. And so
1: that yeah yeah, it's massive.
2: It's just huge. So while we were there waiting. Um, and because we were in the tech booth, we didn't get cleared out of the room. So I got to see all of the materials that they were showing for Deadpool, too,
1: sure, yeah, uh, because they don't like that's that's the famous thing about Hall h is they don't clear the room in between well, um but, sessions, but right? no,
2: this is this was the tech check. So, in other words, studios oh. and people are bringing their things. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. And they're okay. like, "No, you, you're not supposed to see this." And then, you know, there was even an announcement. You know, anyone that's uh, not part of BBC America, GTFO. But we were in the back of the booth, and I'm, <laughs> I'm like, "Uh, so we oh, should." That's so cool. Yeah. So I, I got to actually see the trailer for the new season of Doctor Who 24 hours before everybody. Nice. So that those were the perks, and then it was just a regular night after that. No big deal. Uh, yeah. Now, I will say that I did not truly have a con experience. We did walk the floor on preview night, but I have to tell you, and apparently it's been this way for a few years, preview night is is no joke. It's almost as busy as any other day at con, and the entire exhibitor floor experience is swimming through people. That's what it is, Trent. Yeah. Okay?
1: I Dude, like, I, I can only imagine. And, and it's funny because, like, Pretty much my, my – my the people I follow on Twitter are more or less just comic book uh, creators, right? Like that's pretty much it, uh, whether it be like writers, editors, uh, uh, artists, inkers, whatever. That's that's basically all I use. I use Twitter for following-wise, and that's all anyone was talking about was how like, oh, you, you know, like I, I thought this – I was going to be able to like meet so-and-so and do this and this, but instead I'm just spending time getting from panel – to table and that's the entire day
2: it's it's uh i guess the best way to put it is it's even worse than that because you uh realistically speaking what you have to do is and and i'm sure this is that you need to plan which lines you're willing to spend your time in uh for each day that you're at comic-con that's really yeah. what it's all about you're either going to oh i'm gonna go try to get into the Uh, Good Place activation that's outside or the Jack Ryan activation or the Walking Dead activation, which are interesting term. I don't know why they call them activations, but uh, there's all the things that are set up outside of of the con itself. And I tell you, I really wanted to get into the Good Place one, but I got to hear what it was like. And I think did I send you a picture? I sent Trent a few pictures.
1: Of, yeah, you sent me the 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 Mayan stuff.
2: Yeah, and I also sent you. Uh, I had to. There was a guy uh, just cosplaying as the Big Lebowski.
1: The Big Lebowski. Well, not as the Big Lebowski, as, but as the
2: as, dude. As the dude. Yeah. Pardon me. I'm yeah. sorry. I don't mean sacrilege. Don't beat me. <laughs> uh, but I had to. But that was the thing too. The moment I saw that guy, I just instantly I'm like, oh, I gotta get a picture for Trent. And I'm like, oh, how do I do this? And I'm just like, hey Lebowski, can I get a picture? <laughs> The dude abides. That, that's what it was, man. It was just so nice. So uh, anyway, it, the whole thing about con is it's it's really about which which. Di- oh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm adjusting the wrong camera. Oh well. Eh. I'm I'm trying to adjust my picture and it's not working. I'm like nothing's moving. Anyway, um, <laughs> so uh, it really is about what lines you want to stand in because. Not only do you get stuck in in lines for Hall H. Not only do you get stuck in lines for the activations you want to get into, but even uh, any of the vendors or the, the the big booths that are selling con exclusives, you're in a line for that in the vendor floor, wrapped around booths, up against walls. It's just, it's all, dude. It's it's just lines. It's all yeah. li- more lines than a cocaine den is what it's got. <laughs> it's just freaking absurd. Um, And I don't know how people do it, but you know, my my hat is is literally off to them because I didn't wear it very much. Um, so I ended up finding solace elsewhere. I, I, one of the things I was very preoccupied was making sure my daughter would be entertained. So it was less about my con experience, and it was right. more about her con experience, if you know yeah, what yeah. I mean. Uh, and she didn't really have a lot of objectives. She wanted to see cool people, maybe try and meet a famous person, and sure. she's all about the CW's Riverdale. So...
1: Oh, okay. It's in my queue, and and I've and I've I've been reading the uh, the uh, um comic book series that it's based on. So uh, I've, I've but I've heard good things, and I'm all about the you know the, the twenty uh, something dramas.
2: Well, in this case, uh, you uh, would definitely be happy because everything I see, this has got a lot of it, and my. My daughter is just like (laughs) she is. She just loves it. So that meant that there were two main panels she wanted to get into. Um, well, there was one that she wanted to get into, the Riverdale one. Which, by the way, Sunday at eleven forty-five a.m. We'll talk more about that a little later. Okay, okay. Because naturally, if I'm if you're driving up I five from San Diego, four hundred fifty-five miles, uh, you want to get out so that early enough so that way you're only doing like an eight-hour drive, like we did down. Not the 10 and a half hour drive and getting home at 1210. Again, talk about that later. Yes. If at all.
1: Because of of traffic.
2: Yeah. And and, and late night traffic. Not only that, but late night length. Not important right now.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Saturday, however, there was a panel that I really wanted my daughter to go to. One, because it had one of the Riverdale cast members there. But also the second is because it's EW's Women Who Kick Ass panel. Oh, nice. And I'm like, you know, female empowerment. I've got two daughters, so I definitely want her to... To see the these panels and get the Hall H experience as well,
1: yeah, so, yeah, yeah, and and not to mention like my my huge crush on Katie Lots, who's who's a uh, White Canary on in in like the CW verse.
2: Yeah, there you go. So like you would have been definitely wanted to do the Legends of Tomorrow thing. Ch- um,
1: yes, yeah, she she's like the, the the captain now.
2: Yeah, exactly, and 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 quite quite good at it anyway. Yeah, she's um, the best. She's great. So I, but again perks. Uh, I did not go to con and have a true con experience. I had the heat, the exhaustion and the numerous waiting. Yeah. But I didn't have it in the same way the uh, normies do, I guess is the best way to put it. Yeah. Um Because I had the tech check. I had the recording tag. And because we spent so much time, I got to know people really well. So we didn't wait in any Hall H lines. But that's nice. why I only targeted the specific cons. Um, right and also because i was the other reason why i was there was to also record the footage for kevin's hall h panel right yeah so that meant that my daughter got a backstage pass she got vip seating for that nice never mind that it's a almost 15 year old girl in a kevin smith panel <laughs> i'm sure you can imagine
1: yeah, yeah, um, it's fine.
2: But, you know, well, I prepped her in advance. I'm like, you know, they're going to show this. This is what you're going to see. You're going to hear this kind of. And the thing that I love, Trent, the thing that made my heart <laughs> just uh-huh. just so happy was that afterwards, when everything was said and done and we were going back to, uh, I was going back to drop her off to the hotel before I rushed off to Hollywood Babylon, uh-huh. uh, was that she just said, "Oh, I, Kevin is such an amazing storyteller. Yep.
1: And I'm like,
2: no shit, kid. Yep. You know, why do you why do you think dad was so enamored to begin with? Yep. It's uh so true. anyway, uh, getting back to it, Thursday, uh we really didn't uh do much, uh but what we also did, perks again, uh, I had a pass to the IMDB boat, which Kevin does all the interviews on, which Right, yeah. I was all about because I'm like, you could bust your hump to get all these panels and everything else, but this is literally just a cavalcade of stars coming in and out. All, yeah, it's a revolving door, man. Yeah. Why, why, why go to a panel and do this when instead you can do that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Totally. So so we definitely uh we definitely took advantage of the boat. Plus there's snacks, air conditioning, Trent. It was air conditioned.
1: Oh. oh
2: yeah, sweet, blessed air conditioning.
1: These are only things I've heard tell.
2: Yeah. I've only I've heard rumors <laughs> of such amazing devices and trinkets and things. Um so the IMDb boat was great because we, we were people that knows people. We were always one of the preferred people to bring up to be the audience members for the interview. So I got to see the cast of The Walking Dead. I got to see the cast of Star Trek Discovery. Um, Better Call Saul. Nice. Jeez uh, Louise, I saw so many. And I took a bunch of pictures. I haven't published them yet. Um, yeah. But I saw, I just got to see Hodor from Game of Thrones.
1: Oh, yeah, I saw the picture. Dude, uh, now, like... I, I always forget, you know, Kevin's height whenever I, I like see him, but but Hodor is ginormous.
2: He is. And I'll tell you there were two pictures that were taken. There was the one that was first the, the first getty images picture was taken. It's like, Okay, now let's do the height one and that's where Hodor's just standing there and it's the one you probably saw and he's just looking up. <laughs> um so Thursday was a great day, you know. Also, I, I I made sure it was cool with people, and I think I did this someone on Friday too. But I also got to just tell people how much I appreciate their work and show. Like uh, I, it wasn't until this year that I finally got to see The Shape of Water, and I just loved that movie. I'm yeah. also a big fan of Star Trek Discovery, and I don't remember the actor's name. Sorry, uh, but the guy that is plays uh, the alien, the tall, skinny alien on that also played the uh the basically the creature from the back lagoon in right. in shape of, wa- shape of water so i just yeah. told him like he's up there and they're queuing up and i'm just like loved shape of water and i just mouthed it and he just looked over he said thank you and i'm like oh and i got to tell garrett dillahunt <laughs> garrett dillahunt was there for the fear the watching dead thing and i got to tell him dude i loved watching your character development not only as uh, or, or more to the point watching the spectrum of acting he's been able to do like even on the, the Fox network alone from uh, Sarah Connor Chronicles to right. raising hope. And now on fear of the walking dead and the other show he did after that, he's a heavy again. it's just like such a broad spectrum that he's been able to cover. So I, I had a lot of fun with that. Uh, the funniest though thing, though, is like I wasn't there for any of the CW shows. I wasn't there for Doctor Who because I've also got to work. So these things happen, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, uh, day two, we got to go on the boat. We also got to go up to the exclusive green room on the second floor where the okay. air conditioning is much, much colder. And uh, we got gift bags. I, I'd show you, but it's just like a bunch of stuff, you know, big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Uh, Well, I mean, I got an IMDb hat. I got a captain's hat that I've been bugging Jordan for for like two years now. (laughs) So it was a really that was a really great experience. But at the same time, you know, uh, I didn't want my daughter to be stuck on the boat. So I'm like, do you want to go do something else? Do you want to go do this? Uh, So we would like bounce around Thursday. Also, though, was a very busy night because there was Fat Man and Little Boy with Brian Johnson and Ming Chen, followed by Fat Man on Batman, followed by Jay and Silent
1: Bob get old. Thankfully, right, yeah.
2: all I had to do for those was make sure the recordings were going, make sure we got audio
1: working. Yeah,
2: and naturally, it's a comedy club. Couldn't bring my daughter, so responsible dad locked her in a hotel room.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you she, look, it, dude. It's things are different though. Like, like, like being in a hotel room. It, like as in, like when we were kids. Way different than it is now, because now, like she, oh, she's got the Wi-Fi Wi-Fi password and, and her iPad, she's good, yeah, exactly.
2: She's you know what, she's what I mean like, caught she's up fine. on she's getting caught up on Riverdale because she doesn't totally. watch it in real time. She streams it when it's on Netflix or whatever exactly,
1: man. like 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 yeah, being being alone in a hotel
2: rooms like is so different now than what it used to be, but still as a protective parent, i I still you mean as choices. A good,
1: as as a good parent,
2: <laughs> I'll take that too, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I made sure who cares. So because I knew I could do the recording, I ended up and Brett Deacon, I am so sorry that we didn't get to hang out more because of this. But the moment Fat Man on Batman started, I had my iPhone ready. I hit order at Chipotle. I walked and it was right on the way. I I spanned uh, four blocks, grabbed her food, did the remaining three, got her her food, did a quick splash on my face with some water, got back to the club in time to enjoy the rest of the show. Um, and, and it was a great night and it worked, that worked out very well. Friday was my favorite day though, because it was the down day for me. No work, all play. So we yeah, hung yeah. out on the boat, we sauntered around, we tried, we said hi to Ming. I got to say hi to Brian Johnson. Nice. And then, uh, and then, uh, the best part in the, in the base level of the boat, they also had like a game they were doing, like, it was a wheel of fortune board but it was all movie themed. So all you had to do was guess the movie name and you could draw out a prize. Emily and I were the first ones to do it. She ended up pulling out a $360 gift certificate for the Atom app, which is for buying tickets.
1: What?
2: Yes. I am not paying for movies for the rest of the freaking year.
1: Dude, that's awesome.
2: Yeah. So uh, after we did all of our events, uh, I wasn't going to go to the IMDb boat and try and get on the party. I want to hang out with my kid. She had been waiting patiently to see Jurassic Park: Fallen Kingdom, so we just went and did that, and it didn't cost me a goddamn dime. Nice, heck yeah, dude! Because <laughs> they take oh. the atom at the at the cashier too, so yeah, it was really dope. Uh, Saturday <laughs> was the most hectic day. Uh, we actually got, I think, a later start because the boat was starting later. And we went in and we did a little bit of that, but then I had to go do the the tech check and set up for Hollywood Babylon, which is a little more complex screens, overhead projector. That's why mine's not in the office anymore. All that stuff. So we got all that set up, but that took some time. That's why I missed some of the things I wanted to. And then and then came the pandemonium, which was uh, getting uh, back, getting Emily fed because we did the women uh, who kick ass but tech check took so long for Babel that we ended up uh, missing our, our window for getting something to eat. She was getting hungry. So right. got her back to the hotel, got her some food. Then we rushed back to Hall H. I made sure I hit record on the recorder, and uh, and then I'm running around doing stuff for probably about the first 20 minutes. But what I did, and this is the best, and this is the reason, I, I hate to say, this is the reason why I was so motivated for Hall H. Naturally, I want my bosses. Uh, panel to go well, right? I want yeah, Kevin yeah. To... The, the, the experience to
1: be, to be good for everyone. Yeah,
2: the media should play that's expected, but there was really cool media that we got to play. First, he showed Hollywood again, so got to nice. see that, and uh, there was also a special short film that was directed by Tom Kavanaugh, also known as The Reverse Flash, or yep. Harrison Wells from The Flash, and Grant Gustin, as, oh, as, nice. as down-and-out guys who have a plan to rob the bank robbers that are going to rob a bank. Okay. That's how they're okay. going to get the money. Okay. And it's them and it's mostly their stakeout. And, and that was just real fun. But because of that, the, like uh, Tom Cavanaugh was there. Grant Gustin was there. Carlos Valdez uh, was there for the panel. So I was in the same room with these guys. Backstage, waiting for his panel to go, and then and then I get the message from my daughter reminding me I need to be. She's like, "Are you going to be recording the whole time? Or are you coming out here?" Like, "Okay, here uh, I go." Yeah,
1: no, I'm I'm coming out. I'm coming. Okay,
2: <laughs> of course, my dear, I'm on my way. Um, so that was really great, and I got to uh, the other thing I really did with the with Comic Con was like I said, tell people appreciation. I wasn't really able to see the flash interview, the flash cast interview, but I saw them leaving. So as Carlos Valdez was walking back, I just yelled, hey, love the show. And he said, thanks, man. And then as Grant Gustin was walking by going to the green room for Hall H, I told him, love the show. He said, thanks. That was nice. Um, I, for some reason, I was intimidated uh, talking to Tom Cavanaugh. I don't know why. I have no
0: idea.
1: <laughs> because because you don't know which one you're going to get, right? Yeah,
2: I didn't want him. To, and suddenly he's just like, now run, Will. <laughs> Right.
1: Yeah, yeah. He just reaches into your chest. It's like like that, oh. you know, that shaky sound like. Brr, 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 brr.
2: By the way, shout out to uh Rollerdog NC and at @carval on Twitter. Both of you guys, Ryan Connolly, and Matthew Corey, thanks for joining us guys. So nice to be heard and so nice to have you here.
1: Um Yeah, uh, uh, Matthew Corey uh, chimes in it says the that actor's name, Doug Jones. The uh, the guy from Oh. Uh, thanks for uh, the uh, assist, w- sir. water.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and and by the way, Star Trek Discovery, God damn! I, I just recently rewatched the last couple episodes of that. We'll, we'll get into that in a second. Really love that show. Anyway, so then uh, Hall H went off with of the Babylon. I had to be on stage to do the audio, and that's not intimidating at all. Never, and yeah. No, that's not. And then of course, naturally, mind you, here's what I had to do. Hall H. Now, i, I'm, I this may come as a shock, Trent. Let me make sure I'm getting your reaction here. Uh, Kevin's Hall H panel ran long. Wait. I know. Kevin talking got drawn out? Weird. I know. I know. Nobody expected it. <laughs> so uh, so there was a mad rush to get Emily back to the hotel and then get to the club to 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 finish the last bits. You know, because we had everything set up ex- except exactly what we had to set up, if you will, uh, yeah. the bare minimum. So getting back there, I kid you not, I clocked it. I spanned seven city blocks in eight and a half minutes. On foot? On foot foot
1: Jesus because
2: it takes it takes much longer just to get an uber and then one way you gotta for go sure, around but
1: that's, that's quick man
2: okay let me tell you the other thing too for the five days that we were traveling uh, the full San Diego trip lost two pounds a day because by the time we came home I was ten pounds lighter <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah well think about it man like you're on your feet the entire day right? exactly
2: uh, again yeah you know hey con was yesterday you ready no will You know, here's a brick, snap slap yourself in the crotch with it. I'm not coming. I don't blame you. I'm so sorry, dude. Words can't express my apologies. Um, so so uh that all came together though quite well. Got back to the hotel, but that was a really late night. And the other goddamn thing that has been happening for like the past three weeks, between five and six AM, I just pop awake. It doesn't matter how much sleep I've had, how late I went to bed. And I think that night I didn't go to sleep until two, you know, although I will say it was really cool coming back from Jurassic Park, Fallen Kingdom. And after we ate and and we're just relaxing in the hotel and I hit like, I don't know if it was Turner Classic Movies or AMC, but they were running the original Smokey and the Bandit. (laughs) And dude, not only is that ridiculous, but endearing still, but it reminded me of the time I was 12 years old with the TV guide on a Sunday mapping out kids back in the day. You had oh. to rely on what the TV showed you. You couldn't pick what the TV would show you.
1: Yeah, like like what a what a foreign concept, man. Like 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 appointment television, not not because it was appointment, because it was the only option to see. <laughs>
2: Exactly, you had no damn choice.
1: <laughs> it was like, okay, uh, do I do I, am I gonna am I gonna watch you know um, rerun of or you know the the television adaptation uh, of of Terminator on Saturday night or smoking the Bandit or uh, uh, Dateline?
2: <laughs> exactly, I am, um, and and you know the other thing too. Oh, I never sorry, folks, I didn't realize I didn't turn on the Skype, but you know things never work deal with it um so we uh it, the thing i remember that time though 12 years old tv guide and i remember oh they're showing Smokey and the Bandit. because sundays are great because you know they would just throw up a movie to counter program sports why bother right. yep. so so i remember one day i was just so thrilled because it was Smokey and the bandit and then it was some other movie and everything was just timing out. It was like the one time I had planned the perfect grid.
1: Nobody yeah, cares about that. Yeah, my... like, it's 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 like hitting all greens, but it but equivalent, but in move in in television move, movie programming.
2: Exactly. It was like it was like hitting getting a straight or a flush, yes. or you know you end up having to flush because anyway. Um, so Sunday morning, late start, and and once again, I just explained about that. Or we're gonna go to this, and I just want you to understand that that, that actions consequences. We're going to stay late for this. We're going to be in the car a long time. Mm-hmm. So that was accepted and we knew that. And and there were still things to do after we got back to the hotel naturally. But it was nice because Sunday was still it was a more leisurely day. We were able to walk around a little slower. Got to actually enjoy the Alex Roth uh, bo- or Alex oh, Roth's art booth.
1: Dude, yeah. Oh, I've I've only seen pictures. It looks insane.
2: Yeah, and uh, because of the connection, we ended up getting in early, so I ended up seeing the supernatural panel before the um, oh nice before the Riverdale panel, and those uh-huh. guys have been going for
1: thirteen years.
2: My yeah, God, yeah, dude. So respect. well, it, I mean,
1: and it it is a diehard following. Like they have their own con. Well, they've also yeah, and they've also
2: uh, from what I have been told, they have very good, strong mythology. You know what I mean? They've yeah, yep. they've got their backstories and their stories and and their continuity worked out really well and. So I think that's going to be my next binge-worthy show, um, and then Sunday we did one more thing, which is the next topic I wanted to come to, if you don't mind. Since, since apparently you're taking the time on your Monday evening to listen to some other guy talk. Thanks, I Trent. I love it. I love it. This one involves you though, because um, we we were walking around and eventually we came to one of the booths where they had the blind box.
1: Oh, right? yes, I love blind boxes.
2: Oh, I'm glad to hear that, because uh, when we then went to say goodbye to Ming, he's like, oh, blind box, what a ripoff. Uh pff, whatever, so, man. Yeah, I man, hey, man, don't harsh my mellow. That's how That's I was. That's just like your opinion, man. So I wanted to see how you felt about this. Now, Emily wanted the 25th anniversary Jurassic Park one. Um, I feel like a great dad because she got shot glasses. Um <laughs> She did get a she got a nice blanket though that she liked. She also got a a paperweight and salt and pepper shakers. But the paperweight looks like the dinosaur that's coming out of the egg, so that's kind of cool. Okay, that's cool. And this Rick and Morty one, they extra pitched me on it because they're like, well, you know, this is uh this is exclusive. We don't know how many more of these going to have. They were only re- originally supposed to make a certain amount, but at the last minute they did another issue uh, because of the popularity. So there's only six thousand of these things made that are in here. And naturally, because I didn't open it in advance, I can't open it now. But the idea <laughs> is... Uh, now, I'll I'll fully divulge it. Because uh, the one thing... The reason why we got these is because you can't go to a con and walk away empty-handed. It's just... No, you know? no. And I that wasn't was going to try going by the BBC booth to get another Sonic screwdriver. Screw it, I'll just order yeah. it later. Yeah. So this was $60 in here. All right? And it's supposed to be an exclusive figure, which was a bit of a stretch, but okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, exclusive, you know, meaning...
2: But here we go. I'm mean, I'm going to. I have actually looked in here, but this is for you to decide on the value. Now, one of them is a pin lanyard, a Rick and Morty okay. pinion lanyard nice. that I'm also okay with, has I'm- the uh, the the portal gun, portal gun as nice. a as a keychain or a dangler and add on. And by the way, that's what that's one. Oh. You know, pins are. I don't know when pins became such a thing, but even the oh. straps that they gave you for your badges were were pin capable uh, yeah, of supporting yeah. you know what well, i mean and,
1: and yeah it's crazy because i see like people doing like custom pins all over the place too yeah i for, mean like, for like bands or like whatever you know well jensen carp's
2: uh patty lapel you know they they did some there uh you know I, i've got some of them and loot crate would give a pin in every goddamn box so anyway so here's what we got i'm i'm gonna just i'm gonna save this one as the last one so here we go the first thing is a rick and morty it's a me seeks box coin bank
1: can do
2: i which are it's already a it and it comes in a big me seeks box so you know in department of redundancy redundancy but that's okay uh, he's but,
0: trying
2: but that's still that's a you know everybody needs a place to put their coins and now you know if i ever get my shit together and the shells built behind me i have oh wow this thing is ceramic too it oh, is nice. a it is a literal coin bank it's not in, oh yeah, in, yeah,
1: yeah yeah but it's like a me seeks box so when you is. press it
2: it's, you get a me-seeks. I, no, it just it just says give me co- money, which is the same thing oh. the box lady said. Uh, <laughs> okay, second item is, here we go. We have got, I love it that it's the Schrodinger's cats on all the boxes, by the way. So you can definitely, nice. t- this was season two. Yeah, this yeah. is a, oh, it's mister Meeseeks salt and pepper shakers. Ah, okay. Those Those would go good in your kitchen. That's what I think. That's just me. Uh, but don't covet my salt and pepper shaker, Trent.
1: no, I, I wouldn't. okay. I, I, and I use in, like the industrial shakers, you know, like, like I buy it in like a uh, restaurant chef style.
2: you're like one of the you're like one of the original rump shakers, too, aren't you? I think so. <laughs> oh, yes, here we go. Uh, we also have the Rick and Morty single glass tumbler. nice, dude. Yeah, I didn't even know I had that in there. i I, I really did not look at this very well. And now here is here is the coup de gras. Here is the big one. This is the big exclusive. They called it a figure. I think it's a stretch calling it a figure, but I'm still I'm still tickled pink. So mind you now, to date we have had the uh the lanyard and the badge holder. Yes. We have had correct. the uh Me coin bank. We have got the yes. salt and pepper shaker and the tumbler. Correct. Finally, and mind you this is supposed to be an exclusive to the box. So when I go online and I find them later, I'm going to be really pissed. But it is a 3D Rick coffee mug
1: oh dude totally worth it
2: so the total value of this box was sixty dollars the question is and if you're watching this on youtube later feel free to provide your comments in the section below have we ever said that i've been dying to do that
1: i don't know but i I
2: hear kids do it all the time yeah exactly and we're trying to you know they're wondering why these old guys are opening a box but you know it's it's because it's what we do man it's what we
1: do Ugh, it's been so long since i've opened a box Let's not go there.
2: Um, so anyway, so that was so that was like the final part of the con experience was getting that box, and uh, and I'm I'm happy with it. I, I feel it was worth it, and I think the what we spent for Emily's was worth it as well. And I guess that's what it comes down to. If you're getting a blind box, if you're happy with the contents, and you don't feel like you threw away money,
1: yep, totally.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Well, and plus, dude, I can only imagine like like uh, San Diego Comic Con is not. Is not you know your your regional con where all the comic book shops come and unload uh, unmovable back issues right like <laughs> that you're you're not getting a discount on product at San Diego Comic Con like it's it's priced accordingly and you just expect that as part of the experience.
2: Well, I also think that when it comes down to it, it it you won't, you would only undercut yourself uh, if you uh, do blind boxes and then you just give a bunch of crap. Right? Totally. Yeah. Because fool me once, right? Exactly. So so that was that. Um the other two cool things from the experience that I got to take away. Well, three actually. So while I was back while I was upstairs in the green room before they shut it down for Hall H, um I saw Kevin Smith getting announced, and then I saw him get his ink pot award. And I was so glad everyone else had left the room because I just started bawling.
1: Bawling. Oh, geez. I was
2: crying like a toddler ready to throw a tantrum. That's I was yeah. just like u- almost ugly crying, too. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh-huh. And then the second thing that happened where I literally cried, and and it wasn't because of Kevin being on stage, which I was appreciative of, but it was when I came out from backstage to go check the recording before I would sit down with Emily... And yeah. I looked, and actually, if you see the picture that Kevin tweeted, it may look a little familiar if you're a follower of mine, because it's the picture I took, and I had to because, mind you, the last time he was in Hall H, J.J. Abrams took everyone to a concert, right? Right. Yeah. And and honestly, it you know I'm sure I don't have any insight to it, but I know that no matter what, if I was going into Hall H. My my big thing would still be, you know, nobody's going to show up. Well, I mean, if it were me, definitely nobody would show up. But I mean, if I were anybody, that would still be nagging in my head. And when I came out and I just saw that sea of heads and all those people, oh, I dude. just I once again, I just started blubbering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it's because honestly, uh, and, and most of this, by the way, folks, this comes as, as from being a fan. That's what r- yeah, really oh, is. Yeah. Holy man, like I, I don't, I, you know, I don't get, you know, into I am exchanges, and you know, it's not like we're swapping emails, telling jokes, high five, backstage. That that's not my interaction with Kevin Smith. I, I there. Right. That's not what it is. But I but I greatly appreciate the man, and I think that he does a lot of good. For a lot of people, uh, he spreads a positive message. He tells you to go out, do your thing, uh, but you know, just go out and create something because you're all unique content. I mean, all, all great messages. I, and and really, he's adopted this approach of just spreading positivity, and I I love that. And so seeing that just made me feel so damn good. And yeah. uh, also the one other cool thing, the one time we were in the second level green room uh, level on the boat. I'm the one that got to take the picture that you saw, where they're all huddled around a laptop watching the Aquaman trailer. Nice. Which, by the way, dude, the Aquaman trailer.
1: Yeah. Right.
2: Whoa. I. Yeah. I. Dude. I never thought that there would be a time where I would be excited for an Aquaman for an movie.
1: Aquaman of all, of all characters, right? I mean, boop, 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 yeah.
2: and especially after what we saw, even in Justice League, you know, because I like. Look, if you're, if you're quoting Rick and Morty in the simulator and you got the mailman going, my man, I'm with my that, man. but you get Aquaman flying, floating, falling onto a jet and then say, or onto a car and looking at Batman and saying, my man, I don't know. I just, yep. I didn't yep. connect with that, but this movie looks amazing. And, and I got to see the, when the director was there, uh, he was on the boat and I got to see him, uh, be interviewed by Kevin as well. And, and really he's, it. It sounds like he really he uh, what's the current participating term? He really leaned in, yeah, to the Aquaman in, yeah. universe, yeah. And also, it was very nice to see that they don't just talk in these self-created air bubbles. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, but yeah, the Aquaman trail looked good. I'm still kind of thrown on whatever Titans is going to be for the WB streaming or DC streaming. I don't know. Right. I'm not really sold on that. But other than that, I didn't really get to see a lot of the stuff. I mean, like, I'm still catching up on content from uh, Comic-Con. I don't know. From
1: the, I mean. all the stuff that was released, yeah. Yeah,
2: because it's just impossible to track. But that was my con experience. Uh, I still had a wonderful time. I would definitely go back as long as I do it the exact same way I did it this year. Because yeah. I don't know how other people do it. I, I honestly don't. And and because really, there it, it almost looks like there is this gigantic... Uh, I don't know. There's a con look on some people. It's kind of a combination of exhaustion, excitement, and sadness, all at the same time.
1: <laughs> Dude, I know ex—I know exactly what you're talking about.
2: You know what I mean? It's just
1: like
2: <laughs> it was—it's so thrilling. Oh my gosh, I got to see this! <laughs> I have no energy. I just spent ten dollars on a pretzel. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: huh.
2: It's just like yeah, I—I know I'm, exactly I'm, what you mean. I'm exhausted. I don't know what to do. So again, oh, that's perfect in advance. Uh, I apologize once again. Uh, we're coming up on September when you go to the Salt Lake Comic Con. I am part of my French, everybody. I'm just going to promptly fuck off from your life <laughs> until you surface, yeah. and that's yeah. that. Yeah, that's all I plan on. <laughs> um, but I did have a great experience. Now, sir, you have spent thirty minutes, forty. Uh, you spent a lot of time listening to some other jackass talk.
1: Oh, it's great, dude. I I I loved it.
2: I, I want to take a new approach on something, if you don't mind. Oh, okay. Um, I'm really... you want me to turn around? No, no, not right now. Not <laughs> Later, honey. Later. Um, no, I. first of all, if you don't mind, I want to step into uh, Trent's Corner. It's that time where we find out what is in Trent's Corner.
1: Ew, what's that?
2: I don't want to do this, <laughs> but I'm going to anyway. What is in Trent's Corner? Anyway, um, Trent, I uh, Prime Day came and went. Yeah, as you know, came, uh,
1: came and went.
2: As a matter of fact, sir, as promised, you have an Echo Dot that will be coming your way. I have. Yes. I have isolated. Uh, we upgraded one with those refurbished, fancier ones. Uh, so uh, I have one that I'm going to be sending to you, especially since I never got a purchase confirmation on the meat. We'll talk about that later. Um, Thanks, man. So I'll be sending that your way because it can work and help control a little device that I also picked up that appears to have changed my life. Now, you are well-versed in this device. I am still learning, and it's oh. a, a very simple device known as the Hell Amazon yes. Fire TV. Dude, the Fire Stick.
1: such, like, ah oh, the, the remote alone is so worth it, man. That's, I, dude, I will never understand, like, a third-party Could like if they if someone would go in there and make just a handheld remote control that can sync to all the things, right? It can sync to your Chromecast. It can sync to your, you know, you could run it on Android essentially, right? But just have an analog like buttons to push, and and then just have it access and work as well as the Fire Stick remote does, dude. They have got it so dialed in on on giving you a television experience. With a streaming de- like uh, like device, um, that I it just blows me away that Google hasn't done something to like t- t- to try and match it. You could sell that for twenty bucks on you know just on the side, and and I would buy it because I hate going through everyone's individual app and they all suck.
2: By the way, uh, I have to mention uh, when I bought my Fire Stick, it was nineteen ninety nine. So I'm I'm. <laughs> I'm right in there that alley with you. So Trent, I have to ask because uh, I wanted to get in a little bit into cable cutting. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. we've only got 13 minutes. Maybe we'll actually do another show a little later in the week or some yeah. other week. All I know is you got two a month, just as promised. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. Um, so was the Fire TV was that pivotal to your ability to cut cable?
1: Well, not not necessarily Fire TV, but but just uh, I, I I think the. Um, the price point of streaming services and then the um i i think the the, the main thing for me is as far as like uh be, like being okay to cut the cable is getting backlogged on enough things having enough things curated that i knew i was going to enjoy to watch that i always had something to watch um, so that I'm always catching up on something it, like when you first jump in, there is kind of like this, like, ah, I'm, I'm missing this and this and this. Um, but, but, but once you start like diving into other things, dude, this, oh my gosh. So, uh, I had Monday and Tuesday off this week for uh, pioneer day, Utah holiday. Oh. Um, yeah, last week. Um, so I had a four day weekend, dude. I wa I, I, uh, caught up on the walking dead uh i caught up on um what else did i catch up on uh, uh american horror story uh I, like i i've i've gone through so much television without having any like cable television that yeah like i i think for me it's you know it's having a few options right as as far as services go and then having a backlog of, of curated stuff to actually watch
2: well much like you um First of all, I got to tell you something funny. So I bought that, I bought the Fire TV, not knowing that it was the centerpiece. Now get this: to my daughter's grandmother, my mother-in-law, she cut her cable. She she is she's only got internet and she's got the Fire TV or Roku boxes in the house now. Uh huh. And she she just but she's got all the channels because, uh, as you know, AT and T bought Direct TV. Oh,
1: that's right. Yeah. And
2: eventually somebody realized, hey, guys, there's all this Internet infrastructure we could utilize instead of having to worry about satellites and dishes and all that. Dick. Yep.
1: And and oh, the the
2: ridiculous cost of, of
1: <laughs> running things in outer space. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> so they've come up with this direct TV now and I'm testing it out right now to see if we can go this route. We'll still yeah. have to have Comcast for our cable. And we'll still be contending with that one terabyte cap. But I remember you said, ah, so you just upgraded for one month or yep. it was something. Yep. Um. But the DirecTV Now service that you can sign up for and power through your Fire TV stick. So it's right there on your television. I swear to God, Trent, it has every single channel, if not more than I get from Comcast right now. Yep. Yep. Every and, and, and gives you DVR
1: capabilities for everything.
2: Up to 20 hours of cloud DVR. Right? Like...
1: Come on. Which
2: realistically, I believe would would suffice because I don't really DVR a lot. I'll just defer to online viewing later. Yeah. Like I can't even tell you the last time I watched last week tonight actually on a television. Um, right. But I I wouldn't have HBO with that. But neither near actually I think with the package I get to pick one of them.
1: I was just gonna say usually you'll you'll get an option for Showtime or HBO and then to add an add it on it's like eight bucks.
2: Yeah. Um and, and the other thing, too, about this is that uh, from my perspective, I've already got the Netflix account. I got the Hulu account. I got the Amazon Prime. So yep. anything I do to cut the redundancy for what I'm paying for would be a savings, really. Correct. And one of the big concerns we had about cutting cable because we're parents uh, is that having entertainment for our child, because naturally we don't want to watch her all the time. Um, <laughs> who wants to do that? So, you know, let the TV baby the babysitter. No, I'm kidding. But, you know, it, it kids do like to watch some of their programs. And it turns out it's like, okay, Doc McStuffins. I pick up the remote. I'm like, okay. And I just, you know, hold it down. And I'm like, Doc McStuffins. Yes, talking
1: and, into it. Oh, that's such a good a- aspect to it, too. Oh,
2: c- my kid is obsessed with this baby shark or uh, daddy shark song that's uh, done by somebody. It doesn't matter. It's a kid thing. But uh, I spoke that into the remote. Boom. There it was. And, with, with, and so I said, like, Doc McStuffins was what she was looking for. And sure enough, it was on Hulu, I think. And I'm like, I've got a Hulu account. Yep. Boom, it's there. The only thing we can't contend with right now, and it's because, boy, that's a ridiculous price, is being able to watch uh, the San Francisco Giants. My wife is a big Giants fan, so she wants to watch the Giants. And she's also very used to the broadcasts that we get out of this area. So... Uh, Wait, I don't know what I was saying. I got a message. I,
1: I but I thought I thought that direct uh that uh part of it was getting MLB uh TV. I don't know. I haven't
2: been able to crack that
1: nut. And I don't know if MLB at
2: bat would be good because my wife really likes the broadcasters that are on MSN. But I don't even know if those are or aren't on it yet. I haven't really investigated that. But so I, yeah. I think literally all of my concerns. Are almost gone, and I really feel like I'm ready to tell Comcast I'm going to keep the cable. That's it.
1: Yeah, or the the, the, the internet. cable internet. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to yeah.
2: keep internet, and and that's it,
1: guys, and and we'll be done, dude. Uh, it it just it makes a lot of sense. Uh, I mean, because you're already paying for these services anyway. Um, I looked into um, the Hulu's version for for live television. Uh, a coworker of mine just recently cut his cable, and he's he's doing it through uh the uh, YouTube's uh, live television, and and uh, like the Directv now you're getting the the I think it's what uh 20 hours you said of DVR to it like I, I it just makes sense to me, man. Like it uh, the the what and you're right though he did talk about like um because he's got a, a two year old and a newborn. Um, and, uh, he was talking about like, uh, they've, they've had to be, you know, just a little bit more mindful of, uh, what the, what they want to watch and make sure that they're getting the, the new programs of it, especially, and then, and then finding, um, the, uh, the YouTube, uh, slash HBO stuff for Sesame street. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, exactly. So, so. There are options, by the way, uh, Ryan Connolly uh, at Carval on Twitter pointing out every day I get old people like Nethead W asking about cutting the cord at work. Um, But, you know, uh, I think that's uh, if my if my mother in law can do it, I can I can make it work.
1: Totally. Right. Yes. Now, I will
2: say, though, and by the way, so thank you for the for the bit of guidance there. And and I'll I'll lean on you more. And and thanks for letting us step into your corner. Uh, I don't want to keep too much longer. Uh, We got a couple minutes left. Uh, But I, I do have to say, though. I had a fun experience today because it, I'm I'm gearing up for this. So I got a new wireless router. It's a mesh one. Uh, so I've got a broadcast point now right behind the television. So that Smart. way the streaming yep. will be set. Got one upstairs now. So we got solid coverage. And what is this thing called? It's a, I'm not endorsing this. I'm not saying it's a good one or not. But I saw it and it looked pretty and I wanted it. It is the amplify hd and it seems to be really damn good is it a bridge it is it's well it's a little cube and then it comes with little plug-in antenna devices for the yep. mesh extending Yep. and it it's it's kicking the ass of my google my t uh, tp link google on hub or whatever it was it's yeah. just it's just smacking it around and telling it to find a new corner is what it's doing that's yeah. a bad analogy. I'm sorry. I don't know how that happened.
1: No, no. Uh, uh, my my roommate who who does uh IT at the university, um, the the university owns some uh, housing properties that are actually off campus, um, but they don't want to lay. You know, they they have to have uh the the same um, uh internet access that the regular campus stuff has, and so they they use those um to bridge like a block, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, and and it gives them adequate uh, internet service for the the tenants that live there.
2: Well, uh, the funny thing, though, Trent, is I never realized how much smart shit I've got in my house (laughs) until I spent an hour walking around (laughs) connecting it all. (laughs) Uh, My lovely wife, Denise, my daughter, Emily, they went out to an appointment. They were gone for a bit of time Um, from the time they left. I started this endeavor until the point where my wife said, oh, we're delayed. And that was about an hour in. Then I had finally just sat down. <laughs> Cuz I had to go around to every uh echo device. I had to go the TVs, uh the Blu-ray player, the Fire Stick, the yep. And and uh, then I realized why is the house getting uncomfortable? Well, I got smart thermostats. They don't know what to do now. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then finally last minute my wife's like, "Oh, I really need you to print this thing." Uh, guess how I connected the printer to?
1: <laughs> yep.
2: I will say though, like I said, uh, compared to the OnHub, which by the way is, is several years old, so I'm not surprised. But now my my entire network is exactly the way they I want it, and I have the ability to uh, just turn internet access off for any device. Uh, so Emily is being very much mindful now. That's wonderful, um, and it gives me the control I want. So. So that was good, but man, I tell you, I, I the minute Denise got home, I said, "We are never, ever, ever getting a new Wi-Fi device again. <laughs> never."
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> or we're just gonna have a dumb house. That's what we're gonna do.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna connect everything by wires, the old-fashioned way. Yeah,
2: exactly. To hell with it. Um, <laughs> so, Trent, last thing I wanted to talk about. I don't want to talk about the content. I don't want to talk about anything else. Uh, but I do want to talk about the James Gunn situation.
1: Yes, I think that's a good idea.
2: Um, and I only say this because one, when it happened, even though I've done nothing that I would deem as questionable, it almost, it really made me reevaluate how much of my social media I really want to have anymore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but also I, it, I don't even want to talk about the hypocrisy of it, but, but what I wanted to talk about, I think is actually the momentum we're seeing after it, uh, t- earlier today, Chris Pratt, uh, Via, I think Instagram or Twitter, made an announcement. You know, this is basically the cast's uh, position on all this, and they yeah. want gun reinstated. Um, right. And even though he said what he said all those years ago, uh, he had already acknowledged those and already apologized for them. Are we? I guess what I want to talk about on this is really: Are we at a point now where we are we being too quick to judgment? Are we being too overreactionary? And where do we draw the line? I mean. How do you differentiate between what happened to Roseanne Barr and james Gunn? um and and, and how how do you work through, I don't know. what are your thoughts on the whole thing, man?
1: Well, I, yeah, I, it's 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 super interesting. the The crappy thing is, um i was I was talking um to a friend about this last night is no one that no one like no one comes out looking good in this, right? Disney doesn't come out looking good in it. Um, James Gunn obviously doesn't come out looking good in it. Fans like, like no, like it, it affects no one in a, in, in any way, uh, that's, that's for the better. Um, I mean, and granted there's, there's, there's been tons of, of internet memes about, uh, you know, it's pretty hypocritical for, for Disney to, uh, um, hold, hold someone accountable for something they did, you know, a long time ago, relatively right. Um, if we want to look at Song of the South. But, um,
0: right.
2: Somebody put that on Twitter and that was like, that was the one point where I'm like, yeah, that is the, that's the hardest bit to reconcile. how can you say anything when you have this, this history in, in your catalog of one of the most, what is blatantly racist movies ever made?
1: Yep. Yeah. So, so it's, uh, uh, at the same time, right. Uh, let's say they didn't take any action. Okay. Uh, and then you've got, I can only imagine a shitload of people who are going to go crazy about it, right? Um, so it is it is an awful position for anyone to be in, for Disney to be in, for uh, James Gunn to be in. Um, and and i'm not I'm not saying that there there is a statute of limitations on mm-hmm. anything, right? right? but i do I do think there is a chance for people to grow. For people to um, take responsibility for things they they've done, and then for the rest of us to move on, right? I I think that's different for every person. Um, uh, if if Disney uh was that worried about it, they probably would have done more vetting prior to hiring him, right? You know, not it, to it, mention it I'm... was only a problem when someone else brought it up.
2: Yeah. And, and was there really that much reaction to it, too? That's the other thing I don't know. I mean, right. And what what reaction was it? So I guess really that's what it comes down to.
1: Right. Yeah. And and uh, like I said, like, uh, thank God I'm not having to do with with the, the PR nightmare on both sides. Um, but it's 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 very interesting just because, you know, had he said that today? Yes, he deserves to be off the project. Absolutely. Right. Like 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 Roseanne. Right. You know. And I think that's the difference. Right. Um, Is is looking at someone's character, looking at their actions for an extended amount of time, seeing if they've grown, seeing if they are are still behind that wheel. And if not, then you move on.
2: Yeah, exactly. You 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 give it a chance. You make things a little better. You make the world a better place is what you do.
1: Um, And 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 honestly, I, I feel like his work in the past five years has done that. I do too. I think it it's, it speaks one. I mean, and that's
2: the ironic thing about this is that you have these movies that are more about finding family and and becoming family and and loving one another. That's what it's all about. And and it's a, I mean, these movies have very positive messages. You know, it's not like you know you find out the guy that directed Powder. Well, never mind. But you yeah. know, I'm just saying. <laughs> Right. I don't know. And, and at the same time, that's a callback. Yeah. Right. Um. <laughs> you know, at the same time, though, the other issue I, I have with the goddamn thing is, is that, you know, you've just got, well, never mind. I, I just, I don't know it. You, when you look at the source for where it was generated from, I'll just put it that way. OK, because, you know, I try to, to not be political here, but you look at, at who generated it when it's just some. Well, it's the guy who generated it. And you're kind of like. You know, consider the sources. Is this really a thing? And and how the hell have we come to this point now where the extreme right just wants to bring down the the West Coast liberals or Hollywood stars or anything else? What? I mean, honestly, every day I wake up and I I just don't know what to do anymore, Trent. I guess that's what I'm saying. When the fuck is shit going to get less crazy again? Twenty twenty. Fingers crossed, brother. Fingers crossed. By the way, if you are turning 18, if you have the ability to vote, I don't care who you vote for. I don't. The important thing to remember, folks, is if you are not happy about what happened in this country, I want you to remember that the vote was decided by... 50. Wait, wait, let's see now. Uh, the voting, the eligible voting population that voted, it was one quarter of the country that decided the direction of the country because not enough people that have the ability yep. to go out and vote, go out Did and it. vote. So yep. if you are registered, vote. If you're not registered to vote, get registered to vote. If you are registered and you're worried, make sure you're still on the register. Make sure you're still able to vote. Do whatever you can and go out and vote. I don't care who you vote for during the the what are these called the midterm elections i don't care who you vote for the import what i want to see is i want to see record turnouts for this vote because then i at least feel better that more of the country got out there and actually took action so please don't be lackadaisical don't think it's the midterms or anything else every vote counts and every person counts so please use your voice it's part of the core of what this country was founded on so please go out and vote my job. Thanks, brother. Anyway, folks, uh, I think that's it for now because I didn't create a list of what I wanted to talk about. And boy, oh boy, did will just talk forever. That asshole. Um, I liked it. It
1: was a good one. Well, thanks,
2: man. And I miss yeah. talking to you. And hopefully, I feel, we. Do I, feel, this- I
1: feel like I gotta go. On the, I gotta be there. It was good.
2: Yeah, look right on. Yeah, and I w- believe me, I w- I wish you you had been just because it was a fun experience. And
1: no, I don't want to go stand around. Fuck that. I like listening to you better than having to go through the whole <laughs> miserable experience. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> oh my God! And dude,
2: it look I'm not complaining, you know, because it oh entitlement. But uh, seriously, the you, you at least hear San Diego, and you think, oh, cool, we're gonna be in the 80s because San Diego's by the ocean; it's always cooler. They had just had a storm, high humidity, so yeah. oh, 80, yeah. 88 felt like 96, and like I. Part of the ten pounds I lost, I guarantee you, was all sweat away. <laughs> <Just> sweat, <laughs> because most of the time I I wanted to walk places. I wanted to get up and move. So it's just like, yeah, oh, yeah. but I I thought I overpacked, and the last day, de- the last night, I was washing shit in the sink just so I would have something to wear at home. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Yep, it's ridiculous. Anyway, folks, thank you very much for putting up with this this uh whatever this is. So glad that you are listening to us. So thankful that you are there for us and we will try and be there for you because like I've always said, Trent, if you don't do a podcast enough, your numbers are just going to fall. So we got to we got to do more and you've and I accept responsibility too because you've already given me clearance. You're like, "Hey, dude, you know, you want to go talk, you want to talk to other people. That's fine too." Yeah. You know? You're like, "This is an open relationship. Put your keys in the bowl. I'm okay with it."
1: Yeah, so, I, I, I'll, I'll just I'll just leave the mask on and watch. There, yeah, this is what I was hoping for. And you
2: see, it's that kind of shit that's been in our shows the whole time. And it's like, do we have to worry about that now? Oh my gosh!
1: <laughs> oh, dude. I am just glad that I will never have a job that's that's uh, uh, high-paying enough for anything like that to matter.
2: Well, that's what you think, but you never know what the future holds, my friend. Anyway, folks, thanks for, so much for being there for you. We greatly appreciate it. Until next time, my name is Will. And I'm Trent. And we'll be back. Soon. This
0: is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker
2: signing Signing off. I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal with it. Netheads. Netheads.
0: Netheads. NetHeads. We'll be back soon. Goodbye. This has
2: been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir... Only at
0: smodcast.com.
2: I was so concerned about playing the right audio file. I just left the shot on you the whole close.
1: Oh, did you really?
2: <laughs> Thank God you didn't pick your nose or adjust your junk yeah. or. Oh my <laughs> I'm gosh. Just Oh, man. By the way, I have to say, I got one picture of a great Hawkman that I loved at, oh, uh, at Comic-Con. Yeah. The cosplay, I don't think I even gave it enough credit, but I think my the one thing I was doing, because I'm a big fan of Mythbusters, I was constantly looking out of the corner of my eye for to every costume. Uh huh. And I'll tell you what, it was. I can't remember, it was obviously the day he was walking around. We were walking around the front of Hall H or, or getting there. We were going somewhere. And I ended up seeing Adam Savage's costume. And I, I pretty what much thought that was him. It was it was actually an early spacesuit, but I thought it was the deep sea diver from Scooby-Doo, that deep sea diving ghost. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was more of a stovetop style helmet. But I uh-huh. pretty much, I saw that and I figured, oh, that's probably him. And sure enough, it was. I wish I had gone up because I would have been, oh. I would have loved to have been one of the assholes that looked like they were taking a picture not knowing it was him. Um, <laughs> right, yeah. You know? But anyway, um, sorry I love hanging on you there. It's, it's like it's oh, okay, it, you know, in the end you end up dancing anyway, right? That's what I do, baby. You do That's what it's, I'm here to do. All right, and well, I'm just gonna dance. I'm gonna cut this off so you can dance for me, real pretty hey, now.
1: We'll just dance it out, baby. Right on, dance right on. Out.
2: Well, as he said, right on. Play it right out. on.
1: out. The fuck does that mean? Play us out.